0: Well, when exactly is potato planting time? Well, you got to remember something about potatoes. They are warm weather plants. They like sunshine and they do produce best when planted in a well-exposed area of the garden. The shoots of potato plants are sensitive to frost, so they may need some protection in colder areas. And usually they can be planted one to four weeks before the last frost date, but that depends on the soil temperature here in california there are many months of the year when you can plant potatoes in the the north coast area from um Monterey County on North, February, April through May is excellent. In the South Coast area, it would be February, May, and June through August. Here in the Central Valley of the Sacramento and San Joaquin Valleys, February through March is ideal, but August and September are also good. And in the desert valleys of the Imperial and Coachella Valleys, December through February is the best time to plant potatoes. So there's a lot of variation if you're planting them in the ground. Now, for those of you in colder climates or those that just can't wait to plant potatoes in late winter, early spring, you could plant them in large containers And then move those containers to a sunny area, but protected from the cold in case there is a frost or a freeze, such as a greenhouse. That's what I'll be doing uh, with the potatoes I planted just a couple of weeks ago. The Clancy potato, Uh, I planted them in smart pots, 15 and 20 gallon containers that are easily moved. Really, they are easy to move. (laughs) And I will put them in the greenhouse when a frost is predicted. So check with your local cooperative extension office or a local nursery as far as the best time for planting potatoes where you live. Most of the answers will probably be in early spring. But there are some things to consider when planting potatoes. And in this edition of the newsletter, Beyond the Garden Basics, we talk with uh, two excellent potato heads Our favorite retired college horticultural professor, Debbie Flower, and master gardener, Gail Pothour, they have potato planting tips for us. Let's give a listen. Here on the Garden Basics Podcast, we like to tackle your questions, a lot of ways to send them. You can email them in to fred at farmerfred.com. You can leave us a text or a voice message. Just give us a call at 916-292-8964. That's 916-292-8964. Also, you can leave a message vocally without using your phone if you use SpeakPipe. It's SpeakPipe.com slash Garden Basics. Give it a try. You might like it. And especially when we talk with our favorite college horticultural professor, Debbie Flower. A lot of people are getting into potato planting mode. And Melody writes in and says, I'm attaching a picture of some sad potatoes that I forgot about in my garage and they are sprouting. I've been wanting to try growing potatoes. Can I just use these and just plant them? Oh, Melody, I wish we were talking to you live because we would have questions for you. Are those store-bought potatoes or are those seed potatoes? Because there is a big difference... And uh, Debbie Flower, for your own information, I'm looking at the picture of these sprouting potatoes mm-hmm. on Melody's uh, workbench here. And one of them does have sort of a uh, blackish patina on one side of it. That blackish patina might represent a fungus. You wouldn't want to plant that potato because it would spread that fungus to your soil. Plus, you only want to take eyes of potatoes that are seed potatoes, Because grocery store potatoes may have that fungus, so you want to use
1: certified seed potatoes. So let's say they are seed potatoes. What do you do? You can plant them. If you have seed potatoes that have sprouted, you can plant them. You could just plant the whole potato, but what's usually recommended is to cut the potato in pieces and make sure each piece has one eye with it, the eye being the node, and the node has the bud in it. Uh, it's often recommended that you either let them sit for 24 hours. Potatoes are very wet. And if you put them in the ground immediately when they cut, you've cut them, there are natural funguses and bacteria in the soil that would love that moisture, glom onto it, grow, and potentially turn your, your little uh, potato cutting into mush. So if you let it sit for 24 hours, the exterior of that Part of the potato that you're going to plant that contains an eye will dry out a little bit, and that will prevent fungus from occurring. If you need to plant immediately, you get some soil sulfur. You cut your potato into the pieces, each with an eye, and as much of the potato attached as you can, based on how many cuts you've made in that potato, and shake it in the soil sulfur. Sulfur is very acidic and will uh, prevent funguses and bacteria from growing.
0: And I imagine there would be no harm when you're cubing that potato uh, into eyes to include maybe two eyes per cube.
1: Right. The smaller the pieces you make, so the more eyes you cut out individually, the less food that that eye has to live on until it gets itself established. The rest of the potato has lots of nutrition in it. Uh, as we know, we eat potatoes for that purpose. So the bigger pieces, yes, it'll have two eyes, but maybe one won't grow. Or, uh, But just having that extra potato attached provides the eyes with that much more nutrition so that they have time, something to live on, something to eat, basically, while they get the shoot up and the roots down. I would cut it in half. From top to bottom. So from the skinny point, from end to end, if you laid it sideways, it's sort of an egg shape or an oval. From bisecting that oval in its longest dimension, at least do that. And then I'd probably cut those in half also. Oh, okay. That's good size. So have four pieces. Yeah. Yeah. I have never gone to as small as one to one. I've gone two inches by two inches. An interesting thing about potatoes, as I said, potatoes are stems. Okay. This is a science moment. Potatoes are stems which is why they can turn green. Things like beets are roots and they cannot turn green, but potatoes can and because they're stems. And if you, at one end of that oval, there are many eyes close together. And if you look down the potato, the the eyes get further and further apart. The end where the potato's eyes are close together is the growing end. And had that potato remained in the ground and been healthy, that stem would have grown out from that direction. But you can start at that end and find out that the eyes are in a spiral around the potato. The end where they're close together, it's sometimes hard to figure out the beginning of the spiral. But I've had students take a marker and find the spiral, and then they spiral around and down the potato to the other end.
0: So which way, when you plant that piece of potato, should the eyes or the sprouts be facing or does it matter?
1: It's not a big deal that the plant will find the upright for the stem and the down for the root. But if you have some control and I imagine you do, I would point the eyes up. All right. And how deep
0: should you plant these pieces of potato?
1: Well, the rule for planting and for almost everything is two to three times the diameter of of what you're planting. That's a little hard to gauge because we're using different potato sizes. But I would cover it with what would you use? I would cover it with just a couple of inches of soil. Yeah, I'd say two to three inches
0: deep. Okay, and hope for the best. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, planting a, a potato whole would be much like planting a head of garlic whole,
1: you end up with uh, more
0: but smaller uh, product.
1: Yes, and crowded plants don't produce as well. I have seen that jungle because for me, once a potato patch, it's always a potato patch because I always <laughs> miss harvesting something which I don't realize is there until it starts to grow the next season. And then I have that jungle, yes.
0: Well, now that brings up another interesting question, since potatoes, and correct me if I'm wrong, are members of the Solanaceae family, would you want to avoid putting tomatoes or peppers in that same bed?
1: Yes. If you're doing crop rotation, which is an excellent thing to do, but you have to have the space to do it or the time, you skip seasons with things. Yes, you don't plant Solanaceae plants, plants in the same family. In the same spot as they were last year. So the Solanaceae family is a popular one for growing outdoors because it's tomatoes, potatoes, eggplants, tobacco, which is is a fun plant to grow, whether you use it or not. It's still a fun plant to grow. They're all in the Solanaceae and you don't want to plant a Solanaceae where you planted a Solanaceae last year.
0: And so the thought then of having a bed dedicated to potatoes may not necessarily be a good idea, especially if you start seeing a decline in those potatoes year after year. You might want maybe two beds for potatoes and alternate the beds. And then in the off year in one potato bed, you might uh, solarize it.
1: Yes. Or there are lots of techniques for growing potatoes in containers Mm -hmm. uh, because they they're easier to harvest. (laughs) when they're grown in a container or grown in a straw bale, something something along those lines. It, a, a, a straw bale, in my mind, although I've never done it, I've just read about it, seen it, seen other people do it, it, it takes more effort to produce a healthy crop because you don't have a lot of... It isn't very similar to field soil. It drains differently, has different nutrient holding abilities, different water holding abilities. Etc. So, but if you get used to it, that could be a really great way because it's easy then to stick your hand in the straw and pull out the potato. But stuff like that is done in containers as well, where there are mm-hmm. lots of drainage holes and straw is used or lightweight media is used. And as the potato grows up, remember the potato's a stem, so as the potato grows up, the plant grows up, the green stems grow up, you throw in whatever it is you're using, your medium, and cover the stems and then you get more stems, more underground stems and those are the edible potatoes and because it's in a container you can dump it all out and harvest that way or you can reach in through your lightweight media and find the potatoes very easily. Harvesting potatoes is a thing of its own (laughs) there are even tools called potato forks but I always ended ended up impaling the potatoes with such a structure, such a tool so growing in a container might be an easier way to do it
0: yeah, you can just dump the container right.
1: <laughs> at and, harvest time. <laughs> and if you have used, which you shouldn't, but if you have used one of those grocery store potatoes that has the fungus on it, you haven't contaminated your soil. What you do with the media you grow in could be a little tricky. You either have to put it in a hot compost pile or solarize it or let it set idle for certainly a year uh, to hopefully quell that fungus. But once you've got fungus... I swear when the earth... I shouldn't swear. When the earth uh, apo- uh, does whatever it's going to do, let's say it freezes or it totally catches fire or whatever, fungus spores are going to survive. They're known to be able to survive fire. They're known to be able to survive freezing. So if you've added them from the grocery store, you're probably never going to get rid of them, even if you grow in a container. Even if you solarize the soil? Because they're in, if they're in their spore phase funguses can survive that. They can survive that those high temperatures. Debbie Downer. I know. Jeez. Wow.
0: Yeah. Uh, but anyway, potatoes are fun to grow and uh, like you say, it's the hunt job at, at harvest time. And how do you know when it's harvest time since they grow underground?
1: When they start to flower, you don't want you don't want them to flower because flowering takes food out of the stem. As I've said multiple times, the potato is a stem. It's a modified stem. It's a stem modified for storage of food so that the the plant can uh, live off of that food if necessary. And when it goes to flower, it takes food out of that potato. So when it starts to flower, that would be time to start to harvest. But you can harvest anytime.
0: Yeah, there would just be di- probably just different sizes, really.
1: Different sizes, right. Those little potatoes, yeah. little boiling potatoes or whatever they're called would be what you'd get in your first harvest, your small harvest. You'll find them at the end as well because they're being produced over time. Uh, And so the stem potatoes produced first will be biggest and the others will will be smaller.
0: As far as uh, the potatoes you grow, can you use those as seed potatoes the following year?
1: Technically, yes, you can. You're cloning the plant. You're basically taking a stem cutting. And so you'll get what you... You'll get the same potato that you grew the previous year. If you use your potato as a seed potato, you want to be sure that it hasn't accumulated any disease problems. And that's tricky. because When you buy a seed potato, it has gone through laboratory testing. And they can do things in that laboratory that we can't do in our backyard. So I would recommend that you go buy a new seed potato.
0: All right. The uh, Master Gardeners of Santa Clara County have a nice page and we'll put in the show notes about growing potatoes. And they point out that the potatoes usually mature 90 to 120 days after planting. It depends on the variety. You can harvest a few at a time, leave the rest until you're ready to eat them. And. When you rob the potato plant for smaller, more tender potatoes, be careful not to damage the plant. You know, that makes plenty of sense. Uh, Like you said, don't stab them. (laughs) Right. You don't want to do that. And they point out to harvest remaining potatoes when the plants wilt and turn brown.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's what I was initially going to say. But flowering certainly interferes with the size of the potatoes.
0: Do you have to keep them covered as the plant grows? If, if, the, if the tubers um, are, near the surface. are near the surface do you add more soil?
1: Yes, depends what you want. If a potato grows and it's a stem, it's not a tuber But uh, if the potato grows near the surface and turns green, then it will start to grow its own uh, stems, you know, those eyes on that potato will germinate and you will get another stem that it, uh, in that location and if that's a good thing, if it's feet away from the, the main stem, then maybe you want that. Maybe you don't want that. That potato then will decline and will not be one that you'll be able to harvest. I would
0: think that any uh, potato that's exposed to light may be rather bitter tasting. And you can see the telltale green area. Can you can you cut out that area and eat the rest of the potato?
1: The food safety people say don't. But I've done it many times. (laughs) And you're still here. (laughs) And I'm still here to talk about it. What's (laughs) happening when the potato's a stem, when it's exposed to light, it can turn green. The green is chlorophyll formation. Plants will only produce chlorophyll when it benefits them. And if if you cover it up, that chlorophyll will potentially go away. The plant will break it down. It's valuable the chlorophyll is made of things that are valuable to the plant for other reasons. And so we'll break it down and use the contents of the chlorophyll for something else. So all you're getting technically is chlorophyll, but stem has now become active, is actively growing. And when it's actively growing, it also produces besides chlorophyll, something called solanine. And solanine is a chemical that can cause bitterness and in high quantities is poisonous. So that is why it's recommended that you do not eat a potato that has turned green the green is only chlorophyll but it it does mean the stem has become actively growing which could mean it's producing solanine which in high quantities is poisonous well before
0: we wrap this up i would like you to expand upon your don quixote uh, uh persona of explaining why a potato is not a tuber it's a stem
1: certain plants produce underground parts for storage so that they can live over from year to year. That's why we have perennials. Most plants we know use their roots and store food in their roots so that they can survive the hard times. But other plants have specialized structures in which they store the food. Uh, Bulbs. An onion is a bulb. Tubers. uh, What's a tuber? A yam is a tuber, uh, I believe. And stem pieces, modified stems. Iris is another thing that has a modified stem. And... It doesn't look like a potato because it's not related to a potato, but it is a modified stem. But that fat part that travels underground, rhizomes, Bermuda grass has modified stems. They're not particularly thick to our eye, but in the grass world, they are thick stems that travel underground and hold food so that the plant can grow bigger and survive rough times and come back from it because it has stored food to live on. Are you saying that Bermuda
0: grass doesn't have rhizomes? They have modified stems?
1: Rhizomes are modified stems. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Rhizomes and stolons are names for other modified stems. The iris has a rhizome, and rhizomes typically travel horizontally underground. So, Bermuda grass rhizomes travel side to side. Iris rhizomes travel side to side. They're near, fairly near the surface. But the potato stem is just formed off of the side of another stem, randomly, in location, and it stores food so that if something major happens to that potato plant, it can regrow from that potato. The things that distinguish a stem from a tuber or a bulb, the, the easiest things to see are the that fact that the stem can turn green, which a tuber and a bulb cannot. Uh, and a stem can has eyes or, or nodes on it that will, will uh, grow leaves and stems from that spot, which a bulb does not. If you Look at an onion. If you cut it in half from top to bottom, you'll see what is in cooking, at least the cooking shows I watch, they call it the core. The core of the onion is the actual stem. And it's a arc-shaped, thick structure at the bottom of the onion. And at the very bottom on the outside, you'll see a flat spot with some thick hair sort of on it. Those are the roots. So in a bulb, the uh, it's actually modified leaves. That are attached to that strange stem and if if an onion grows if you ever find one in your pantry that grows and cut it in half you will see that the stem of that onion that's growing out the top actually started from the stem down the core of the onion down in the bottom it it didn't come from the leaves the leaves are modified to hold food so i don't know if that's clear it was fun, <laughs> it was, it was, it was, but uh, I just think you have an uphill battle convincing people that potatoes aren't tubers. Well, I think yams are tubers, beets are tubers. You can grow a, a yam. My mother used to do it all the time with toothpicks, hang it in a jar of water on the kitchen uh, window sill. Mm-hmm. There was always a yam growing there, and they can be grown ornamentally, and they can be grown in the in the Sacramento garden. They have to, In order to do that, they have to have a bud at the end of the plant where the tuber was attached to the plant. Is a yam the same thing as a sweet potato? Yes. Technically, no. But <laughs> what we call a yam and a sweet potato are the same thing. <laughs> okay. So, And they are tuber. And if you look at them, you don't see that spiral of eyes around them. If you see an eye, it's going to be at one end, one of the skinny ends. That's where the plant was attached. That's where the tuber was attached to the plant. And if you grow it like my mother did on the kitchen windowsill, uh, any buds are going to come out of that tip. They don't have that spiral of eyes all the way down and around. Did she plant them? No. We lived in New Jersey. I guess we could have grown them in summer, but they would have died in winter. She just did it. I don't know, to make herself happy, I guess.
0: Okay, all right. Well, her last name was Flower.
1: <laughs> not originally. No, not originally, okay. but
0: but why not? But she right. grew
1: up in, uh, she was very poor as a kid. And so I imagine her, I, her dad was a blacksmith, and they had chickens, and they had a field of strawberries that we would go help harvest. And he literally sold them at the side of the road, yeah.
0: So you have farming in your genes?
1: Yes, on both sides.
0: Well, we've learned a lot about potatoes today. Debbie Flower, thanks for your help on this.
1: Oh, oh pleasure. Grow potatoes. They're fun.
2: Yes, I was wondering about uh, something I read online. I'm planning to plant some potatoes. I'm a little late, so... I became a little concerned when I read online that you have to prepare your raised bed a month ahead. I was just wondering, is that absolutely gospel? Can I plant sooner than that? I'm just using compost and a little fertilizer. I'm kind of double digging. I'm not using the rototiller, unless you think I should, but I... I'm trying to be gentle so I can plant sooner. I'd like to be able to plant in like a week. Is that possible? Thank you.
0: Well, we just heard from Kat in Marysville, California, in the Sacramento Valley, north of Sacramento. Gail Pothour is here, Sacramento County Master Gardener and vegetable expert. What about Kat and her potato bed? Do you need to prep that a month ahead? And she mentioned that she might be doing it a, a little bit late, too. Uh, Here in our area of California, when is potato planting time?
2: Kind of February, March. You can do it into April. It sort of depends on the variety you're growing, if it's an early season, late season. Um, The ones that we're growing at the Hort Center actually is a late season variety, 120 to 140 days. So we're going to be growing them through the heat of summer, which is not ideal for potatoes. They tend to suffer when it's so hot and dry. But the variety we have, you know, we can't plant till early March, and it'll probably be harvested in July or August. But you can still plant potatoes through, I'd say, mid-April, so about now, as long as it's a not a late-season variety.
0: All right. And what sort of bed prep do they need? Do you really have to start prepping the soil a month?
2: Well, I was curious when I heard that because I'm wondering if perhaps cat read information about turning in cover crops maybe the this article related to cover crops because you would want to get that turned under and wait a month before you plant it or if it was adding some manure you would not want to plant you know prep the bed with manure and plant right away you'd need to let it Kind of decompose, so I don't know exactly what the article she read was about. In my home garden and here at the Horticulture Center, we prep the beds and plant right away. So the the fertilizer we use is a composted chicken manure that's four three three or four three two, so it's um, already composted. We don't have any issues with burning the plants. Um, We add compost, and um, as long as you have friable soil, nothing too dense or you know it should be fine, and I don't know that waiting a month is not necessary unless it's something that you added to the soil that needs to decompose first.
0: Now, you're growing all your potatoes here in either large containers or raised beds, so the soil is going to warm up quicker. Mm-hmm. Does soil temperature play a key in when you plant potatoes?
2: It does, because um, if it's too cold, they might sit there and rot, you know, if, if it's wet, potatoes are a cool season crop and they are sensitive to temperatures so the ideal temperature for soil temperature for potatoes I think is like 50 to 80 with the optimum being about 60 or 65 degrees. One of the problems we're going to have is growing them through the summer our soil temperature is going to get a little hotter so we'll mulch with straw maybe provide some shade cloth keep them evenly moist not too wet because they can rot but you don't want them to dry out and start getting knobby uh, potatoes if they dry out and then you start watering them again. So um, soil temperature is critical. The air temperature is pretty critical. You don't want too cold. Um, As you can see, Fred, we had some really cold temperatures a couple nights ago, and so our potatoes got a little little frosted, but they should be fine. Going through the summer, if it's too hot, provide some shade for them.
0: What about the quality of the soil itself? Now, maybe Kat's problem there in Marysville, since it is a rice-growing region, maybe it's a heavy clay soil that stays too wet. I would think potatoes need good drainage.
2: They do need good drainage because the tuber can rot. With potatoes, you're planting a potato in the ground or a piece of a potato. It's not a seed or a plant. And if the soil is too cold and too wet, that tuber can rot before it starts sprouting and becoming a potato plant. So it's critical to have good drainage. We grow in um, wine barrels for good drainage or in raised beds. I do the same at my home because I have clay soil, so... Raised beds with good good drainage is perfect for potatoes.
0: You had mentioned in a conversation with me earlier that uh, you've been conversing with relatives or friends back east, and uh, they haven't even started planting potatoes yet, that their time is coming.
2: That's correct. I have uh, in-laws in Wisconsin, and so they are probably thinking of planting potatoes about now. And they can definitely grow them through the summer without any problem. But here we, in the Central Valley, Sacramento Valley, we typically get them in the ground February, March, into early April, and that's about it. Or... You could do a fall crop, plant in August or so, and um, harvest some potatoes by Thanksgiving or Christmas.
0: But in the colder regions of the country, then you're looking at uh, springtime, really mid-spring for planting potatoes.
2: Right. Um, I think probably May is a good time to plant if you're in the Midwest or in colder regions.
0: And again, it's all about soil temperature, too. So, cat, maybe all you need is a raised bed, a large container, and a soil thermometer to let you know when the right time to plant is.
2: Soil thermometer is key because... With the temperature that we've had in Sacramento the last several weeks, it's been in the, in the 80s and 90s, and you get the itch to plant, but the soil temperature might not be warm enough yet. So depending on if, if you're growing in raised beds, will warm up faster. If you're growing directly in the ground, it will take longer for it to warm up. Or if you're growing in large containers, it should warm up sooner. So
0: 50 degrees is the magic number.
2: 50, pretty much. Uh, for potatoes, I'd say optimum is maybe more like 60, but yeah, you can grow in 50.
0: Alright, Kat, I hope that helps you out in your potato planting mystery there. Gail our Sacramento County Master Gardener. We're here at the Fair Oaks Horticulture Center where people can see as they are today during the uh, open garden day here at the Fair Oaks Hort Center. Everything that's going on, the planting preparation that's going on in the vegetable area, we've got the orchard, uh, there's uh, the compost area, there's just so many aspects here to the Fair Oaks Horticulture Center that is really a great place for people to come and learn all about gardening. And of course. course, course there's harvest day which is the first saturday in august that's a big gardening event here and it is free gail thanks so much for your uh, time and effort
2: my pleasure fred